Today, we're gonna talk about how to deal with uncertainty in a relationship. Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, creator of the Magnetize the Man method, and for the last 10 plus years, I've been helping thousands of single successful women to magnetize the right man for them without any more trust issues, and of course, attracting emotionally unavailable men. So let's go ahead and dive right in how to deal with uncertainty in relation in a relationship, you know, because here's the thing, right? If you are an anxious attachment style, and there's another video on that that I've released, I released lots of them actually, and you identify as an anxious attachment style, so have I right? Like you will actually have much more of a challenge to deal with uncertainty because we really have to talk about there's different kinds of uncertainties, right? There's sort of different levels of uncertainties. So let's go ahead and talk about it. So here is number one, the first uncertainty that you're going to encounter in your dating, in your romantic relationship life, especially in a relationship is of course the emotional uncertainty right? And that of course comes with, you know, it comes a little bit with experience. It comes a little bit with, you know, like with being together for a while. And then it also depends on how did your partner grow up? You know, like what's his model of the world? How was he loved? How was he not loved? How was he not communicated with? So that's a really big piece is really knowing how to navigate emotional uncertainty. So first off, what's really important is like what triggers you, right? Like how do you know what triggers you into emotional uncertainty? You know, because it can be many different things, right? It can be, hey, normally he texts me smiley faces and tells me he loves me and tonight he didn't do that, right? Or normally he calls me four times a week with a cheery, you know, happy, joyful, sort of like, you know, energy about him. And today he didn't do that. You know, so there's like different levels of uncertainty in a relationship, right? So in this particular case, you have to understand, okay, you know, what, what happens is it's not necessarily, it's a worst case scenario because what your brain does is what it knows best. It knows the worst case scenario. Police don't go there, right? Because it's really important to know that there's many different aspects in relationships, you know, that it's very complex. And don't forget your brain deletes, distorts, and generalizes reality all day long according to your unconscious expectations. So if your unconscious expectations, and I want you to be honest with yourself, is to be disappointed, to be abandoned, right? To be neglected in some way, shape or form, to be betrayed, right? Uh, or even to be hurt, of course. Then guess what? As soon as you encounter uncertainty, you actually project that very, fear into your world, right? And in case what happens is 
it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So you say, okay, while well, expecting to be disappointed and hurt, so then you're gonna delete all the times when your partner was actually loving you, calling you, being there for you, being considerate, sending you cards, whatever the case may be, acts of service, you know? All of that you're just gonna delete. And then the distortion, how that's gonna look like, is like really, oh, well, you know, like he did this, but he just, he, he just helped me because he felt guilty, you know, or because he just told me he loves me because, you know, he thought that's what he should do. Right. So it's like this kind of like a little bit being dismissive and devaluing the action of your partner. Right. That's another way how you really distort reality, you know, and that's really serious because that's not fun. You know, that's not fun for him. Because basically you tell him, your emotions are not real, right? Your communication is not authentic. And essentially you're telling him, I don't trust you. So that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because he's like, well, if she doesn't already, if she already doesn't trust me, right? Like, and he can't do anything about it. Well, then at some point, you know, it really becomes that reality, right? And then the third piece is, of course, generalization right and that would be like oh yes of course all men say that in the beginning all men say in the beginning you always wanted never expected miracle all men are lying to you right or all men are you know um are not great communicators whatever the case may be but you go on massive generalization right so that's number one it's like really really knowing you know, how to deal with uncertainty. If that's the level of uncertainty you have, again, you know, a problem well-defined is already half solved. So if you know, okay, wow, this is what's going on for me, then the question is, okay, where am I distorting? Where am I generalizing, right? Where can I catch myself? And then you know what's really interesting is, and then I'll give you actually an example, is then you actually be like, wow, isn't that interesting? What's going on right now that my brain wants to generalize something huge is happening right there's a massive opportunity a massive shift in our relationship that may even be really for the good and for the better but my brain actually makes sure i go into fight or flight like why is that you know because that means you're creating actually something new for yourself in your life which is a good thing right because if you're an anxious attachment style and you wouldn't really watch this video if you weren't um that really means like, yes, you want to experience something new because the old would mean you're going to repeat the same pattern how you grew up, right? So that's the moment. It's really like dealing with the emotional gamble, you know? And so to give you an example, right? So of course, I actually, uh, I, I was dating a lot before I met my husband that I'm now together with. We've been married for five years. And the night that he met me, he told me that I'm the girl of his story now funny story about that is okay let's talk about generalization and this and that right because so here's the thing wow i have all the certainty now right and what does my brain do well am i crazy or is he crazy so right away i went into distortion right you know because i always see this oh i just need to meet the right man you know i just need to figure this out right and it's not about that so that's number one and then number two is then i said oh well that's just friendship because, you know, this guy is like so confident and he's so himself and there's no drama. That must mean 
again, it's like distortion slash also like a little bit of generalization, right? Like, oh, this is just the friendship, right? And so on and so forth, right? So I just like kept telling myself those stories, you know, even though I had the dream man in front of me, you know? And so I want you to see where you're doing this in your own life, right? And so that's number one. So then number two, there's also uncertainty, um, not just emotional, right? But also there's, there's an, a lot of uncertainty sometimes um, that, that is just actually really mental, you know? And what I mean by that is that you want to have answers that you don't necessarily, you don't need the answers for right now, right? So for example, let's say you just met him two weeks ago, right? You don't need the answer right now if he's gonna propose to you, right? Because right now, the biggest thing you should be concerned with is really getting to know him better and knowing is how knowing if and like getting to know him and seeing if how he chose to show up to present himself to you on the first few dates is actually who he is, right? Woo! I know that's big deal, right? Because what do you do? You assume because of course you love certainty, right? So you assume that who he is on the first date is who he is, you know, and I hate to tell you that girlfriend, I helped I, to take the, you know, let me break the news to you. That is not necessarily the case. A man has many, and a woman too, many different facets to her, many different facets to him, right? Like you don't know what his upbringing was like. You don't know what relationship he has with his family. You don't know what relationship he has with his, with his work life. You don't know what's going on with his, with his emotional world, right? And so on and so forth. You don't know what attachment style he is, right? You can give it a guess. I usually could give a guess if I was to hear, if you were to tell me, I could probably give you a, a very, very educated guess what attachment style he is. Right? But there's so many things because we want a fairy tale. We want a happy ending, right? We're like, finally, because the thing also is, you know, if you've been yearning for it for so long, right? If you've been yearning for it for so, so long, then like as soon as the man comes in, right? It's like, oh, this is it. This is the right thing. This man is going to take the place, right? This man is taking, take sort of like the, the placeholder, so to say, right? Because the cup is empty. I want to fill the, the, um, the vacuum with this man, right? And then you actually delete the store. You delete that he maybe, uh, you know, didn't ask you if you want to drink too, or you delete that he maybe may have mentioned something where, you know, there's like some very dysfunctional patterns in this family, right? Like, so you delete a lot of different things, all the red flags you're deleting, first of all, right? And then you find yourself in a relationship, in a dating dynamic, right? Where you encounter a lot of uncertainty because now let's talk about the last level of uncertainty and that is really lack of communication, right? So now look at it this way, right? Sometimes it's really like sort of self-imposed uncertainty, right? Because the truth is like you can ask questions, right? You can make requests, you can express your desires, you can express your opinions. So sometimes you don't do that, right? So you might be like with the man, I was like, I don't want to rock the boat, right? So I'm just going to be, you know, I'm just going to be okay. And it's, I'm just going to be accommodating. I'm just going to be like, sort of like the chameleon, right? Whatever is needed, I'm going to morph myself into, you know, but the problem with that is like that you're losing yourself and you're actually not speaking up 
when something is incongruent for you, right? So for example, wow, I'm, you're really noticing he may talk a lot about himself, he focuses on himself, he doesn't ask you any questions, or maybe he even dismisses you, right? And, and you don't say anything because you think, well, I've been just knowing him for a couple of weeks and you know, maybe he's just very stressed right now. He's probably in his head. And, you know, we know men don't, um, they, they think more, they don't feel as much. And if he's more single focused. So what do you do? You give him like so many benefits of the doubt, so many excuses, right? Versus actually saying, okay, no, like, okay, so I need to make sure that what I think, what I say and what I do is always in alignment, right? And if that's always in alignment, then I don't have to worry so much about like dealing with uncertainty, right? Because I know how I communicate clearly and then I attract a man into my life who communicates clearly as well, or I'm bringing that out in my man that I'm already dating, right? So like really saying in the beginning, hey, well, I just noticed, you know, um, I would have loved for you to, um, you know, to ask me what I want to drink or, I would have loved to, whatever the case may be, I'm, or I'm curious, you know, I'm noticing, um, you know, like I noticed that you, you know, you walk into the door and you might not be aware that I'm behind you to leave the door open for me or whatever it is, right? So we can definitely use nonviolent communication in that. We're obviously not using attacking communication in that, obviously. So, you know, so that's like really a big piece. And that's why I want you to take responsibility. It's really the communication piece, right? Versus being passive aggressive, hoping he's gonna pick up on it, which girlfriend, he won't, okay? Um, at some point he will, but that's already when it's way, way down the hill and you have accumulated so much resentment that you're not even able to have a healthy, functional, you know, and just really, really highly dynamic, a dynamical relationship with him, right? Because there's so much unspoken words and so much betrayal towards yourself. And that's oftentimes also when the betrayal happens in the relationship from the other partner, right? Because they feel like you betrayed yourself and you're not saying something, you're incongruent, right? You're withholding something and they don't necessarily know what it is, right? And then they start actually betraying you, right? Because you attract who you're being. So if you're betraying yourself, you attract that betrayal in another person, right? Or even worse, when you leave yourself, you actually attract that in another person, right? Like, so you attract a man withdrawing, you attract a man leaving, and then you feel you're left with that uncertainty that you certainly don't want to feel, right? So we talked a little bit about like how to deal with uncertainty in a relationship. And so I just quickly, at the end here, also wanna address exactly about uncertainty in general, right? Because, so here's the thing, what you really wanna become good at is how to live in uncertainty with an open heart, right? Because what you do right now is as soon as you get into uncertainty, you actually close your heart, right? You actually get ready for war, you put on your gear, right? And you have like a sword and a shield and you're ready to go to war, right? And you're ready to protect yourself. Why is that? Well, because you have a negative connotation from your past that's connected to uncertainty, right? Like when you were a little baby, uncertainty meant sometimes I don't get the milk. Yeah, sometimes I don't get the very needed affection, that warm, comforting feeling that I really, really desperately need, right? So therefore, I need to make sure I protect myself, right? Because I cannot, under no circumstances, 
fall into this deep gap of desperation, of hopelessness, because that's really what a baby is going through, right? When it goes through the anxious attachment before it really hits that before 18 months old, when it realizes the mom doesn't come every single time, which was the case for me. I grew up in an emotionally absent household and I had to really work through many, many years and massive amounts of first dates and lots of nights where I was, I would just like write down one night I remember, right? Like talking about uncertainty. You know, I was actually, one night I was so desperate because I was, I liked this guy and he didn't call me. He hadn't called me in three days, even though he called like every other day. So I got really, really anxious, really like a panic attack. And I literally, I kid you not, I wrote 137 times trust on one piece of paper, right? So that's like another way how to really deal with uncertainty, like stay open, stay open. If you do nothing else, do yourself the favor to stay open. Why is that? Because if you can train yourself to stay open, you actually attract a man into your life who's also open, right? If you close, you know, you're going to attract a man into your life who's also closed and who's going to be an anxious avoidant, who's going to be an avoidant attachment style, who's going to withdraw, who's going to be panicked by intimacy, and who really, frankly, becomes your worst nightmare, right? So those are my keys for today for you to learn a little bit more on how to deal with, um, with really like anxious attachment in a relationship and how to heal from uncertainty, you know, heal that uncertainty, deal with that uncertainty in a relationship. So if you're like, gosh, Antje, there's so much more that I need to learn. You're so right. I get those panic attacks. I can't stop thinking about him. It's so addictive. I hate uncertainty, but yet it happens so often. You know, I need to learn how to have a much more powerful relationship with it so I can actually stay in my power and stay congruent and confident in the times when I don't hear from a man, then I invite you to come on a Magnetize the Man Clarity Call with me where we get crystal clear of what's getting in the way for you. What is the linchpin, right? What is that golden nugget that's missing for you? What's your vulnerability threshold after which you shut down? All of that we uncover so we can actually help you to have this deep, connected, long-term relationship at the end. So for that, hop on over to Magnetize the Man dot com magnetize the man dot com grab your slot as long as they last and i'll see you on the other side take care much love Mwah.